I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Joking Not Joking. I'm the professor. Today we talk about the dark underworld of demonic forces. Oh, the relentless Thorgym. Mo and AZ bring over their friends and fellow comedians Ahmed Weinberg and Paul Elia. Ahmed asks the guys if they have encountered any demonic forces in the Airbnb they are staying in to record this podcast. And oh boy, does that really freak them the fuck out. In this episode, we are also going to get into growing up in a haunted house, seeing exorcisms, and even the deep horror show that is Coachella. Come with us. Into the shadow. This is Joking Not Joking. What up, everybody? It's Mo. What's up? This is your boy, Azaru Smart. From Luminary, this is Joking Not Joking. Celebrity Center? Yes, hello? Celebrity Center? Yes, hello. Is this uh, Church of Scientology? This is Celebrity Center International. Okay, but you are connected to Church of Scientology, correct? Yes. Okay, wonderful. I just want to have a couple of questions about, uh, you know, I am involved in the Bollywood industry, and I work with a lot of celebrities from the Bollywood. You know, Bollywood. Oh, okay. Do you know what Bollywood is? Um, me personally, no. I'm just reception, though. But um, And may I ask who's calling, please? Yes. My name is Ozzy. What's that? I'm sorry? Ozzy. Ozzy Patel. How do you spell that? O-Z-Z-I-E. Ozzy Patel. P-A-T-E-L. Patel. You know Patel? Uh, no, not familiar. Patel is, you know, you can say like a smith in India. The way you have a smith in America, very common name. Patel is like a smith of India. Oh, I see. Okay. Very yes. well. So I'm very curious. I have a lot of, you know, I work in a Bollywood industry in India. It's a Hollywood. It's like a Hollywood of India. You know, we call it Bollywood. Bollywood is from based on Bombay. You know, Bombay used to be what a big city of India. Now it's oh, called sorry. Mumbai. One moment, sir. Sorry. No problem. No problem. If I was there, I'd put you on hold forever. Okay, sorry about that. No um, what, what, I just am at reception, so I have a number of 
Just no, no problem, no problem. What, is, what is your name? Do you name? have a number and I could have someone that could give you a call back? You, have, you said you had different questions on things? Yeah, well, what is your name, by the way? My name is No, uh, very simple question. Basically, I'm working with number of celebrity in the Bollywood industry. Oh, sorry, sorry, sir, one moment. Oh, this is not acceptable. Hello? Okay, hello again. Sorry about yes, that. No problem. We have a number of calls coming in. But but quick, but if you so, have different quick, questions, yeah, possibly quick, I could just quick. just one quick question, you know. So I work with these Bollywood celebrities and you know, they are interested in coming to Hollywood to worship the devil. And I was told that Church of Scientology, you are devil worshiper. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys encountered any demonic energy in this house? Why would you say that? I'm just wondering. Did you feel something? I'm no. curious. No. Okay. Do you but you do, are you sensitive to that? Do you feel it at certain places? When I was a kid, my house was haunted. Really? Yeah, I had this fucked up, uh, I, m my house was the carriage house for the synagogue next door. It was crazy. My block had the synagogue, it had a, our mosque and then a church. But our house was the carriage house where the horses were kept. And my parents never told me this until this past winter. I lived on the bottom floor in this room at the back end of the hall. And I, I was a child, I was terrified terrified and my parents chalked it up to just me being sensitive because I was sheltered and then I would see a commercial for like the Blair Witch Project and it would like fuck me up and I would have these just awful nights of not being able to sleep thinking people were breaking into the window and I would like sleep in my parents bed like all the time how old were you at the time? this is just like you know until middle school even like, I moved up to the second floor of my house at a certain point. I think, like, right before high school. And I once I moved up to the second floor, I could sleep well. I was fine. I just chalked it up to kind of, like, growing up. And I never knew anything about this until this past winter. My dad and I are walking around. And he casually mentions, like, oh, yeah, this thing that, like, happened in our house in the 70s. And I was like, what thing? And he goes... Oh, yeah, these two Jewish women were living in our house because it was part of the synagogue next door. And someone broke in the window and murdered them. And in stuck for a lot. Yeah. And I was like, what room? And he was like, well, we don't know. But like, it was definitely in the fucking room that I was growing. Like, Forced to sleep in. Couldn't sleep. Oh, My mom would bring Qurans in. Like, it was like... So from what age to what age were you in that room? Um, I mean, well, I grew up, yeah, let's see, probably from like 6 through 13 or something. Wow. Re Bro, yeah. That like, is terrible. Dark, dark shit. I would never tell my children that. I'd be like, by the way, the room that you're sleeping in, people have been murdered.
Well, don't say it like that. <laughs> Doesn't matter how you say it. That's how I'm going to hear it. Oh, maybe Whoa. Try saying it like, hey, so this room, it's haunted, but it's okay. But the reality it's is, if they, if I they would still hear it, your room is haunted. <laughs> it's like, no matter how you deliver it. So, honey, it's not a big deal, but a big deal, but kind of a big deal, but it's not. Happened a long time ago. Two innocent people were murdered in cold blood in your room, but everything's fine. I still hear it as. You better watch out. They might fucking touch your feet in the middle of the night. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yo, do, were you scared of as a kid, like of the devil or whatever, dark energy, ghosts? I was, I was, I don't know what it was, but I was definitely uh, a spiritual kid right out of the gate. Mm. I can definitely feel different energies. And in Kuwait, particularly, I think is where it was most prominent, like really, really heightened. My senses really heightened. I felt energies and feel stuff behind me, in front of me. I don't know if it's like imagination or not, or what is, what is that? Because you're so young and you don't know, and our imaginations are pretty wild. So if you get freaked out a little bit, you have a tendency to exaggerate it potentially. But man, some of these experiences were very real. And I never could identify whether they're good or bad. Sometimes I felt like I wanted to run from it, and I would, like actually run from it. And it was mostly at the when I got to Houston when I started feeling that kind of energy in, the, in an apartment complex, and that that apartment below us was vacant, and it always felt weird. Just always felt weird to me. But in general, I've realized that I believe in something, and there are very powerful words behind what I say. And this has been passed down to us for over for thousands of years at this point, truly, but properly put together was over 14 years ago and if i believe in those words and i believe in the power of those words i should move accordingly whenever i saw those words with power that really gave me the energy i needed with every step i took if i felt something very negative i'm going to address it right away with those words and my body language is going to be very assertive because I 100% believe this protects me. Well, I was not clear, was I? What words am I talking about? What are the words, these mysterious words that you speak of? Well, these words come from the Quran, which was revealed to the Prophet Muhammad by the Archangel Gabriel. Aha, okay, yeah. so you were Munchkin, basically. I was Munchkin, uh, which is Mo not communicating. Munchkin. If any human being in your life is not communicating properly, you could uh, use the word munchkin for that. Take out the first two letters of munchkin and add somebody's name, like first initials of their name. Like Azhar, if you weren't communicating properly, I would say, uh, Azhar, I think this is a case of Azunchkin. Uh-huh, You're right. Azhar not communicating. Yes. You can have a lot of fun with We can keep going and going. Right. Okay. But the point is, is those words, I believe in them so wholeheartedly, and if I were to say them to anything I can't see, okay, they would run away from me, and I believe that 100%. Mm, you okay. have to follow it up with your body. Like, I believe this 1 million percent. Don't try me. Mm, I, I will you. destroy you. I do believe this. Okay, all right, I yeah. got you. Yeah. So basically, like, reciting these specific recommended passages from Scripture, you believe, is sort of like magic words. They protect you. Exactly. But instead of like magic made up by J.K. Rowling, it's yeah. actually real. Exactly. It's actually real. Exactly. Exactly. Two years ago, we had a problem at the house where I heard 
straight knocking. And once I thought Elise was coming home, I was like, what the hell? And I heard door unlocked, the front door open, door shut, door lock. And I looked at now my ex-wife, I was like, did you hear that? And we were like, Elise, are you home? And we heard nothing. We're like, what the fuck was that? And then I was like, is somebody, you know, is something happening here? And then all of a sudden I heard another knock. Right when I was saying that. And I was like, that's it. You know, I ate kursi throughout the whole house. But I remembered like every corner of the house, you know, doing that. What I did was I turned it on the speakers and the Bluetooth speakers throughout my house. I just turned it on, and I kept playing it, and I went to every corner physically, and I did it myself, and it was just playing as loud as possible in the whole house. Like, I'm talking about all the way up. Ayat al-Kursi, just going off in in the house, and I went to every corner. It was gone. Wow. And immediately. Then never heard a knock again, never heard any weird. And it happened for, like, weeks. For weeks? It's been happening for weeks, yeah. Like, every few days, and we were kind of like 5%ing about it. We're like, ah, it's probably not happening. You know, individually, we never heard it together. And then I asked back, I was like, yo, have you, did you just hear that? Yeah. You've heard that before, haven't you? Like, have you heard that? I've heard, I thought I heard it several times before, like this week. I'm getting goosebumps. Bro, I think I was at your house one time where something happened in the kitchen. That was weird. Was this an old house? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I don't know if you remember that. It was very My ex was into like ghost hunting. Yeah, and that's shit. what I don't know if you're gonna bring that up. I was yeah, like, yo, that's I'm also related shit to up. This. It was like so fucking annoying. It was like the dumbest shit yeah. ever. People into ghost hunting is I don't know. Ghost hunting is the most just, absolutely dumbest thing. You're stupid. You're fucking dumb. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. 
Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. There's a little girl that died here in 1746, and she's going to come back from the dead. She, she's having trouble crossing over. How do you know, bro? It's called the unseen, bro. You can't even see what you're saying. Demons can disguise their voice as children. Mm. Like, what are you, are you doing? It's oh, not, I love when they when they replay the audio that they find in the basement. <laughs> oh, it's so like, funny. You can hear when she says, help me. Did you hear it? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, play it again. And then it's like, help me. Like, yeah, y'all hear Hold that? on, slow it down. Slow it down. <laughs> They're like, and cut, that was great Ghost hunting brought to you by Burger King I'm so hungry I've been trying to go to Burger King this whole week But they can't see me I've been throwing <laughs> This ghost wants Burger King How come no ghost has ever haunted a Burger King? Think about that Why when Ahmed asks the question about, like, so do you guys feel any demonic energy in this house? And then all of us just, like, It's like, what, what is that? Why did you do that? Yeah, it's like when somebody says, hey, man, do you feel any demonic energy? It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? First of all, like, you just by saying that is introducing demonic energy into this house. So that's why we start to panic. We say, like, start doing these offsets, right? Because you put something out there, and now we're just going to kill it right away. We're going to neutralize the situation, right? And you translate, translate that. Yeah, that just literally means I seek refuge or protection with God from Satan the accursed. Exactly, man. Fuck them Satan's accursed, bro. I don't fuck with them. Fuck you. I ain't scared of you bitches. Because I got Audubillahim in the Shaitan regime. That's what I got. Facts. And I use those words. And people will be like, hey, man, you're just saying words. Yeah, I know. Okay? And they're very powerful, and I believe that they are very powerful. And words are powerful. Why do people regularly, like, think that words are not powerful things? Yeah, there's mystical things behind them. People say, like, the power of intention. Well, yeah, my intention to keep your bitch-ass, hoe-ass, demonic-ass energy out of my house. <laughs> So using these words, I intend on keeping your bitch ass out of here. I would have been laughing. Yes, I believe in that. Just like you said, Azhar, Wi-Fi exists. You can't see it, but it exists. Hmm. So what else exists that you cannot see? So stop playing with me, people. I would have been Alhamdulillah. Hallelujah. Roll with the mob. Alhamdulillah. When I was about seven or eight, and I have an older sister who's three years older than me, we just wore my dad down, and we convinced him to let us watch The Exorcist. Mm. That's what happened to me. That's when I joked that I wrote, oh, that made me funny. Remember that? Yeah, but the, the voice. Yeah, bro, that shit, that movie fucked me up forever. Bro. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, to this day, to be Look perfectly up, honest with yeah. you. The Exorcist, like, a bunch of, I think actors got, like, yes. a bunch of them died or, yes. or, or like, had bad. Evil shit happened How many people yeah. died? I remember being a kid, and we, my, we did, my dad did not want us to watch it. We'd go to the grocery store, and at those days, you'd get, you'd rent VHS. Can you videos not show that image though at the grocery store? My mom said Bawa used to watch this with disciples, and and like was like, "Oh, this is very accurate." My mom saw him do exorcisms no, yeah. in Sri Lanka. I believe that Rukia, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
That's amazing. My, it's tagging. crazy. My mom has seen oh, exorcism. That's amazing. Really? Like people are possessed by the devil. Like, oh, yes. this person's possessed by like the a devil. voice in a, in a person, prayers, hit him with a stick. Like the voice removed, that whole thing. There's YouTube videos wow. of like people undergoing exorcism. I'm sure there's fake ones. Yeah. And there's some that is like, I don't know if it's real, man. Yeah, I just don't know if people are that good of actors. Exactly, right? Like, like how... A staggering nine deaths were connected to the 1973 film The Exorcist, which follows the demonic possession of a 12-year-old girl and her mother's attempt to save her with the aid of two priests. For four decades, the film has been deemed cursed by horror fans after eerie things went wrong right from the start of production created by Warner Brothers and Hoya Productions. Many say the film was cursed by demonic presence that didn't want it to ever air after a bird flew into a circuit box and burned down the set right at the start. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs> flew into a circuit box. Yo, How does a bird yo, do that? It sounds like to me you need to just hot sauce. Sounds like God <laughs> sent a bird. Sauce. You just need a hot sauce for that perfectly charred bird. Ah. <laughs> Eerily, the only part that didn't burn to the ground was the room used for filming to the actual exorcism scenes. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, is it just because the fire department got there before it spread to the room, before they make it into a big thing? During production, many of the cast and crew, including Leeds, Linda Blair, and Max von Sydow, <laughs> lost family members, and Linda, on-screen mother, Ellen Burstyn. Wow. Both suffered serious injuries due to falls on set. But what has happened to the cursed stars ever since Daily Star Online took of cast are now? By the way, did you know that Ellen Burstyn, who plays the mom, is a Muslim? Oh. The movie begins in, yeah. in Egypt, that right? Weird? Yeah, Is that's it? another thing that creeped me out as a kid because it was like it opens on the Avan. Yes. So oh, being a Muslim just kid, get out of this and then it's like, I'm like, yo. Dude, that's cool. So as a kid, I'm like, oh, this is real. I forgot about that. Yeah. I rewatched The Exorcist, like, I don't know, a few years ago, but I was like, oh, this demon, like, comes from Egypt. Right? It's like, it's like I an was Arabian. Aware of that like, as a kid, man. Bro, I didn't even catch that. Yes, it opens the on the Adhan right in the beginning wow. of the film. So, as a Muslim kid, I was like immediately entranced and I'm like, oh, this is real, right? In my mind, I'm like, oh, unlike Hollywood movies that are fake. And my dad is still telling me, and my sister, like, I told you I don't want you to watch this. We wore him down, bro, two years, just every time we go to the grocery store. Finally, he's like, oh, you know what? You know what? You want to watch Exodus? Go ahead. Fine. Watch it. That's the story I tell on stage that happened to me. This is wild. Like, very similar experience. You can ask my dad 100% about this. the same. Yeah. And then we, we, we watch it to this day. I'm, if I'm keeping it 100. Yeah, I'm repulsed by the fucking photo. Forget about repulsed, bro. If I go into a bathroom and the curtain is all the way drawn, like the entire shower area is covered, the tub, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a there's scared. a part of me, that's part. there's a small part of me that's like, I got to move this curtain. I got to open the curtain. I just yeah. can't. I don't feel I safe. I don't like, yeah, sometimes closed curtains are not fun just because I'm paranoid. Oh. <sighs> Just Bro, I, I I never get scared of anything now. I think because I was so exposed as a child to like being yeah. to fear. You grew up among ghosts. Yeah, I I mean I would be scared if you put me in a house alone at night, big house or something, or put me in the woods. I'm sure I'd be scared. Yeah, but overall, I don't I don't have 
I mean, you know, subhanAllah. Well, when was the last time you were like afraid? Like any, like, were you in a situation that scared you or you just like, I don't know. I mean, skydiving in Dubai, that was pretty scary. But in a good way. Yeah, that's a Jumping out of a plane. That, that's a different type of fear. It's like also acceleration, like, you know. Well, different. jumping, it's a complicated feeling, jumping out of a plane. It, it, it is that like excitement fear, but it's also your brain is going crazy. You're like, why would I do this? Why would I jump out of this? Why did you do it? For fun. But it was really scary. I mean, I like thrills, you know? When, when it was over, were you like, yeah, that was a good idea? Oh, yeah. You would do it again? Oh, yeah. Really? It was incredible. It probably gets better the more and more you do it because you get less and less scared and then you get used to it and then you can actually start flying. Yeah, you can be present. That's great. all great. Great. And now... Please give a warm welcome to Toby the uh, Nguyen. What's up, bro? Say hello to Azar. Welcome to the podcast, Toby Nguyen. Can you please teach me how to say your name? Mo keeps saying it wrong. I'm not saying it wrong. You're saying it wrong. We and Gwen. We Gwen. Hey, say Mo is trying to put me on his podcast right now. No, I'm not trying to put you on your no, podcast. No, podcast. No, you said you didn't want to do the podcast. We're just joking, bro. We just hang out. You canceled like, on us. microphones recording our lives. Hey, look, Mo is a sicko. Do you know I, I couldn't do the podcast today because the owner of Coachella flew down to Houston to meet me. Look how much I care about your demon. I know. Look at your About your demon festival that you're trying to do. Okay? <laughs> Oh, oh, you want me to feel bad? You want me to feel bad because I'm trying to stop you from getting booked at a place where everybody rapes each other and He's takes drugs and you always travel with your babies. Is this what you want to expose your babies to? Burning Man type shit? Excuse me, I mean chocolate? What would make you say your demon fat wrong with you? But that's what it is, bro. First of all, we both have literally never been to Coachella. Exactly. So you do not know what is going on in Coachella. You know, I know uh, what's going on. You do, you're just finding out that Mo already knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> you're just finding that out right now. Thank you, Azhar, for <laughs> having my back. That's all I'm saying. Oh my gosh, you're a sick Bro, person. Who, the the guy who uh, started Coachella just showed up to my house with uh, shorts with holes in it and no. some sandals and uh, a notepad, uh, trying to book us for 2023. Uh, he wants he wants to cleanse Coachella from now on. He wants us to bring our kids and they'll pitch a tent for us overnight so we can sleep. There he told me he saw he saw Mo. He saw the show. Oh, Thomas, what's up, man? Is he a fan? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting some tickets, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Be careful out there, cuties. It's a big, bad world of things you can see and not see. That's even more terrifying. That's it for this episode of Joking Not Joking. Until next time, this is your professor signing off. Keep it real, dum-dums. Joking Not Joking is a Luminary Original. Original audio production, music, and sound design by Salt. 
Executive produced by Noah Gersh, Jamie Shuffman, Nick Panama, and Kenzie Wilbur. Head of Creative, Jordan Galvin. Head of Production, Liz LeMay. Head of Post-Production, Robert Adler. Produced by Imran Ali Malik and Aaron Kennedy. Supervising Producers, Ali Strobel and Alice Bierne. Post-Production Supervisor, Ali Honore. Edited by Jeffrey Muchnick and Aaron Kennedy. Sound design and music by Matthew Cellelli. Mixed by Aaron Kennedy. Recorded by Aaron Kennedy, Zach Jurich, and Mario Borgata. Guest booking by Drive Entertainment and Hager Eldos. Additional music, courtesy of Extreme Music. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.